Hello, and welcome to the 34th episode of The Route, our ongoing School Bus Fleet content series. I'm Wes Platt, Executive Editor of School Bus Fleet. Uh, in this episode, we're recapping some of the recent top stories from schoolbusfleet.com. Click like on this and all our other videos, and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Your comments are always welcome. If you get a chance, please post on our videos uh, who you are, where you're from, your city, your state, what school district you're in, and I'll give you a shout out in a future video. Also, don't forget that we're accepting submissions for our 2022 school bus, uh, uh, school bus fleet photo contest. Winners get $100 gift cards and we're going to publish their pictures in the August print magazine. Deadline for submissions is June 30th. A link to contest information can be found in the details of this video. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is Altamont, Kansas, where a grade school student named Gion Eli Han was declared overall winner in the 2021-22 National School Bus uh, Safety Poster Contest. The theme this year was one bus plus one driver equals a big impact on education. Judges with the American School Bus Council felt that Han's work best depicted the theme while exploring the past, present, and future of student transportation. The poster will be showcased during National School Bus Safety Week in October. Next year's poster theme is Safely Rolling to My Destination. Students can start sending in those submissions between August 15th, 2022 and March 31st, 2023. Congratulations to Ji Hyun and all the other students who were recognized for their amazing work. Our next stop along the route is Greenville, South Carolina, where a determined special needs student uh, named Jack Kendrick has inspired a new Be Like Jack contest from the Propane Education and Research Council, or PERC. Kendrick was recognized as a clean energy hero by PERC after he became a persuasive advocate for giving, getting a propane-powered special needs bus uh, added to his school's fleet. Said Stephen Whaley, Director of Auto Gas Business Development for PERC, Jack is an inspiration to us all, and we know there are many more children just like him who have big ideas on how to make the world a more sustainable place. This new contest, open to kids uh, in the United States ages 8 to 14, calls for a drawing and a short write-up representing a project to make their school community more environmentally friendly and sustainable. Entries are due by July 15th. Winners from three age groups will get a $2,000 donation for their school to apply toward a sustainability project, and one grand prize winner will get a special Day of Science event at their school featuring a visit from Emily Calandrelli, an MIT engineer turned science TV host who's also known as the Space Gal. All right, next we're visiting Albuquerque, New Mexico, where you may recall that crazy wreck in February when a racing motorist in a Ford Mustang slammed into the side of a public school bus, knocking it on its side and hurting five people. Parents of three of the wounded children are now suing the school district, the Mustang's driver, and his insurance company. The car's driver, 50-year-old Mario Perez, also was charged criminally with 17 counts of child abuse. He pleaded not guilty to those charges on June 6th. 
Be sure to check out our incident report and legislative roundups, including stories like this, which we try to publish on schoolbusfleet.com each month. Our last stop is Chicago, Illinois, where legislators want more school districts to have access to clean school bus program funding through the Environmental Protection Agency. In a letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan, U.S. Representative Jan Schakowsky, Senator Dick Durbin, and a dozen of their colleagues from Illinois took exception to the requirement that schools must provide a diesel bus for scrapping before they get access to funds. That's a problem, the legislators insist, because it blocks eligibility for districts that don't own their buses and instead use contractor fleets. The letter asks the EPA to change the criteria so that schools could instead facilitate identification of such buses on behalf of the applicants. The letter also seeks consideration of changing the prioritization criteria. Currently, a school district with overall sub-poverty line population of at least 20% can be prioritized for clean school bus funding. Chicago falls just below that at 19.9% overall, although some areas within the school district exceed 20% individually. The letter asked that the EPA allow districts to submit on behalf of sub-districts or even specifically designated schools that meet the, the poverty criteria. The EPA uh, has yet to respond to this request as of the recording of this episode. How do you think the agency should respond? Sound off in the comments. All right, now it's time to park the bus. Before we go, thanks to everyone who has followed and subscribed to our YouTube channel, including Frank Lee. We recently hit 90 subscribers, which means it's time to reveal the next ingredient of my late father's delicious no-bake cheeseberry pie. In previous episodes, I've talked about how you need graham cracker crust, whipped dessert topping, a package of cream cheese, and some crushed pineapple. The next to last ingredient is a can of cherry pie filling. Want that last ingredient? Let's get to 100 subscribers. The end is in sight. We're almost there. Tell your friends about the route. Reach out to me by email at west.platt.bobbit.com. Tweet us at schoolbusfleet. Drive safely and see you next time on the route.